if you're looking for, oh, please note. Jesus. <laughs> Starting. <laughs> yeah, get ready for it, dude. Did you read any of I'm the a, notes? I'm hyped up. On, no, I'm hyped up on two beers and ribs. So I'm going right. to have a, this is going to be our best one yet. Please not. This podcast contains adult themes, offensive language, and TNG spoilers. Listener discretion. <laughs> Discreation is advised. What did you write? If you are looking for a description of what my dog's toys smell like. If you're looking for the answer to Fermat's theorem, inside joke, you'll get it. Watch the show. (laughs) A free copy of my fourth grade book report on penguins. Ooh, I did one on electric eels. Uh, Excuses to use why you're still drinking wine instead of using the soda stream like you said you would. And no, using it to carbonate wine doesn't count. Oh, then this is not this the is not podcast. podcast for you. That's Haley. They call me Sarah, and we're here <laughs> to make you touch your own funny bone. Speaking of bones, uh, there is a, uh, this is an aside, maybe for the Patreons, maybe for uh, the broader audience. There's a Amazon Prime show called Lorena, as in Bobbit. Oh, and and it talks about her side of the story and his side of the story. And the calls that came in at the very beginning saying, "Mm, there's a gentleman who's at the hospital and he's missing. uh, There was an assault by his wife and, um, uh, and so I guess they don't want to say what it is because the media are listening to the scanner radio. So there's a missing appendage and like this microsurgeon is called to like attach this appendage. And they're like, he's like, do you have it? And they're like, well, not yet. And this chick threw it like left hand over the car into a 7-Eleven parking lot. Oh yeah. I know. I know the story. This is amazing. So I don't really know the story other Um. than that she cut off his uh, wiener. <laughs> anyway, and I saw the picture with the blood and I was like, ew. Burf. Burf. Question around Amazon Prime or the yeah. TV. Yeah. The Have TV. you watched Hunters? No, and that's the <gasps> Nazi. Oh, it's so good. We're watching it for a second time. It's the Nazi Hunters. 1970s okay. Al Pacino. <clears throat> it's so good. It's so good. Al Pacino. It's got that kind of... grande Al Pacino, thanks. Hold the foam. (laughs) Extra foam. Extra foam. Sorry, Dad. Um, (sighs) It's the best show. And it's kind of got like a Tarantino feel. Like there's been a couple times where they'll kind of like burst out into like a really weird dance. But like... Oh, or like, you know how in Tarantino films, they'll do like a thing where they'll have like a, they'll introduce a character. They'll be like, this is so-and-so. And And it'll have like a movie poster and it'd be like a really good music. They do that with people. Like it's very, it's it's very good. It's very sad. It's very, if you like Inglorious Bastards, I think you'd like Hunters. Okay. Or if you have any love for the World War II stories and then I I love that stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. It's It's only about 10 episodes. All right. Yeah. I'm watching Homecoming right now with Julia Roberts. Okay. Julia Roberts. Julia. It's very interesting. Is uh, that it's about, about people mm-hmm. from in war coming home with PTSD. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah, uh, like sort of in 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 sort of current times, not pandemic times, but current times, and experiments and stuff like that. Very interesting. Oh. But before we go any further, yeah. Hey, 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 everyone. <laughs> we are taking a moment here to thank our friends over at Fansets. You know they are always working to put out the best product available and continue to surprise us all with new designs and product releases. There are some great new products out now, too, if you haven't heard, like Picard, episode three and four pins. The end is the beginning in absolute candor. And breaking news, <laughs> episode five, Stardust City Rag. So head on, <laughs> head on over there. Shop till you drop. Don't forget to use our special discount code REWIND in all caps with no spaces at checkout for an amazing 10% off your entire order. Don't forget, if you're in the U.S. and spend more than $30, you will also get free shipping, which is huge because who has money to spend on shipping right now? Mm-hmm. And right now... Fansets is giving listeners of the Trek Geek Podcast Network the exclusive opportunity to help select the next pin in their Women of Trek collection. Folks who vote will also be entered in a random drawing to win a Women of Trek Master set and a full set of the Series 2 pins. So go to trekgeeks.com slash vote and vote. Winners will be selected or the winner will be selected on April 1st. Fansets. Our pins have character. And we thank our friends at Fansets for being the presenting sponsor of the Trek Geeks Podcast Network. Oh, I like that. That wins for me. That to me is a win. Pin also, win. a win is seeing you right now. <sighs> Where's your latte and macaroon? <laughs> like two hands holding a, holding a steaming cup, blowing gently with a It's shawl. like a tampon commercial. I know. Isn't that amazing? I love Snapchat. I don't use it the way that everyone else does to send snaps to people, but I use it as a filter for funny pictures. Most of my pictures on Snapchat are me as a piece of broccoli or a lemon, and it's kind of my fave. I didn't realize that you could go and start searching all of them. I always thought it was just the yeah. bottom. So that's where I was like, where is she getting this shit? Where did this macaroons magic come from? So I've been just snapping away and uh, we were, we're going to start delivering. We're just going to post it. Anyway. <laughs> doesn't matter. Nobody's asked for this, but I want to do it. So we're doing it. Truth. Tell me, how are you? This is round table time. You this know is what? where we spend 45 minutes <clears throat> talking about non-Star Trek related things. So yeah. if you don't want to hear it, fast forward. Yeah, exactly. So first of all, we, for people who don't know, I'm just going to let them in on a little insight that we use Trello to make notes and shit to keep us on track. And I super appreciate it. And I just want to first off uh, say way to spell Royale properly on uh, Trello, Sarah, the Royale with cheese. I know what you're saying. It's a Simpsons throwback. Would I spell it wrong? You spelled Royal, Royal, like Royal. Love, yeah. So the other day I wake up and my face is fucking swollen. My eyes are like swollen shut. I'm not looking great. Kind of horrified. Thank God I can work from home, etc. I think back to what this could have been like a new shampoo, new conditioner, makeup. No. Was it the discount frozen cod I bought from the grocery store? I don't think so. I didn't cry enough the night before for that kind of reaction. I cry most nights because I need a day off. So my best guess was that I had like a hot minute to not be at 150% stressed out. And my body was like, alarm, alarm, histamine release. Black alert. And then my face wore it. I took, <laughs> I 
know, I took two 24-hour Allegra, two Benadryls, sprayed rose water and mineral water on my face, put cortisol, like corticosteroid cream, nothing helped. John was on his way over. And even though I know he knows what I look like with no makeup, I was like, this is bad. Like, truly Anyway, it took like a week and a day later and it's almost back to normal and I'm back to my smoky eyes. What else? The other thing is, is I call my parents like daily just to kind of check in on them and stuff like that. I just, I just wiped a piece of lint off of your cheek on my screen. Uh (laughs) Are you okay? I'm good. And so my, so my parents, I was sending them pictures of like our old Hawaii vacations and Mm. I called them and my dad's like, so guess what we listened to last night? I'm like, oh, fuck it. I have no idea. Like, what could it possibly be? And he goes, a potty mouth podcast. They listened to our podcast, <laughs> including, <laughs> yes, they listened to the last episode, Chain of Command. And my knees fucking buckled because I had no idea what I said. And now I'm too horrified to listen to it, knowing that they heard me. I was like, oh, the explosive diarrhea one. <laughs> <laughs> and my <laughs> so my stop swearing so much on the podcast and i was like that that's what people like god and then my mom goes what the hell were you up to on your 14th birthday (laughs) (laughs) oh my god helen dave it's uh, you gotta get in with what the young people find funny these are just jokes. oh my god you know we met at christian camp right not at the lingerie horror store (laughs) (laughs) i know i was like nothing i was with you we probably had a log cake from dairy queen (laughs) and then like all these things are paying back like 69 69 wharf and like i was like Fuck my fuck. And I was like, I have to go put myself in a corner. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. And, th- and they're like, well, we won't be listening anymore. They were laughing. And they were like, oh, it's just like we were sitting in the room and you and Sarah were there just talking. And I'm like, what else happened? Anyway, that's what I was going to tell you. I love day. it. Potty Mouth Podcast. What the hell? I don't actually want to know what you were doing on your 14th birthday. I'm like, I probably went to bed early. Like, I treats of pizza that I wanted to play with snowball. Oh my God. God. My abs, or lack thereof, my gut. It hurts. My gut. Go ahead. How are you? I'm fine. Okay, so I bought <laughs> fucking Amazon. Just get me off of Amazon. Like, why? <laughs> why do I buy shit? Why do I do this to myself? Because it exists. So, okay, so there's this 69, thing. 69, 69 war. war. Sorry, <laughs> question mark. <laughs> so <laughs> 69, 69 spot. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I am. Um, um, at night, like if I wake up in the middle of the night, like I know at like four o'clock, it's like, like you said, like screw it. Like I'm just going to relax. I know I'm yeah. not going to fall asleep, but if it's like 12 or one, yeah, uh, come on, you got to go back to sleep. Right. So I, my problem is that I'll start hearing things. I'll either hear like, if it's the summer, I'll hear the neighbors if they're on the patio, I'll hear the dog smacking his lips or like yep. someone's heavy breathing near me or whatever. So I was like, well, <laughs> <Someone>. I saw... <laughs> Someone ghost face. So I saw, I saw online you could get like these um it's like a headband, but it's like Bluetooth speakers or but they're flat so you can like sleep yeah. and cool, great idea. 
it's fabric. I bought it. It's super soft. It's sweatband gray. Like it's comfortable. It's not tight. It's not weird. I was great. Awesome. So I had it on the side of the bed. So I woke up the other night and I was like, oh, it's one o'clock. I'm going to try out my headphones. So I, I pressed the button in the dark with my phone light. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Loudest day pairing to <laughs> cell phone. I'm like, Jesus Christ. It's Bluetooth. Right. I'm like turning it down, trying to find the buttons. And then I'm like putting it on. I have like, I made a playlist. That's all like relaxation, spa music or whatever to like, say. Yeah. And there's like fucking what the cops here. There's like a light <laughs> blinking off of it onto the fucking ceiling. I got up thinking it was the neighbors and it was the what? fucking like, what kind of sleep thing is this? It's loud as fuck. And then it's got like strobe lights on it. So I've got to put fucking black tape or or something. It's yeah, so stupid. Yeah. Oh. I was, so like what the fuck shit i'm gonna comment on amazon pairing to <laughs> pairing to cell phone god um <laughs> this morning i not only um forced myself to have a shot of apple cider vinegar why I don't do that gross I it's mean, hot I do that. it's yes. hot and you then start i tr- <laughs> started sweating and then while in a meeting that was no video and on mute i tried on every pair of pants that i own because i for some reason was like i need to go pants shopping Do i don't need yourself? to go pants i don't no. need to go pants shopping i got pants i've got maybe like if let's say i have 12 pairs of pants and this sure. is like jeans slacks capris let's slacks. just say to, you know, like work Tina slacks Faye. yeah <laughs> not, yeah i have slacks. i get it i have i have, slacks. I have half my clo- half my pants are slacks slacks either half or leggings there you go so out of the 12 we got three that i literally folded and put a sticky note that says goal pants because <laughs> they don't fit <laughs> brendan fraser clap and then i threw one pair out because i was just like these are not good and then i found i have like some slightly bell-bottom jeans um hello love them. those yeah and i got some 70s adidas vintage sneakers coming so um Days to confuse like Smith. Oh, yeah. I, don't know I guess those are 80s. Okay. And then, yeah. So I tried on all my pants today. And then I had this epiphany about like the fact that I'll never be as cool as Mary. So it's been a year of COVID. Mm-hmm. It's been a year of living at home in sweatpants. You'd think after a year, you were, you'd figure out how to make sweatpants cool. No, despite what I thought. Mary has made sweatpants cool. I walk into her fucking hoity-toity little fucking hair salon downtown, like the coolest people in the world in one area. Yeah. She opens the door and yells at me to come in because it's outside and, you know, mask on and all that stuff. This is what she's wearing. Red, literal vintage Adidas high tops, black Air Jordan sweatpant joggers, an oversized Ghostbusters t-shirt. She's got full-on long braids and a toque. And I was like... Why do you look cool? And I look like I just rolled out of Beacon Hill Park, motherfucker. I was like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. She is the coolest. She's the best, man. I remember when the best. When we had our joint birthday party a couple years ago at the Bard, and I stomped home, and she like, uh, she, like she walked me home because I was like, I don't know about this. And I stomped my heels off, like the heels just came right off. Snapped right off. Yeah, and I was like, it's 1030. Oh, God. I was like, do you want a drink? Here's some gin that changes color. And she was just like totally into it. Now she had some. There you go. Yeah, we talked about you. She had no idea what you were doing for work, and she was so impressed. Oh, good. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so that was good. Other than that, I don't really have anything else. I mean, work is bananas. School just started back up again and that's going to be bananas. I don't really like my professor. I don't think it's too high energy for at the end of the day lecture. Mm-hmm. 
Sweet, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like oh, my people are calling me. <laughs> we were friends. Is that Robin? Did leave it to Beaver. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, they do not. Have beaver pins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or is that? Or is that Dick Van Dyke? Uh, no. Yeah. What is the um um? It's um. Oh, I know this. This is. You can do it. Use your brain. It's not. It is Dick Van Dyke. It's it's the um the Dick Van Dyke, Dyke show. show. Yeah. Or is it the one on Mulberry? Wait. Where hey, it had. Hey Google, play the theme song to the Dick Van Dyke show. Just plays Drake. Fuck. Okay, asked it to play in like I have five of them. So hey Google, play the theme song to the Dick Van Dyke show. Playing Dick Van Dyke five. That's not what I fucking asked. Okay, now I have two Google assistants going at the same time and neither of them are playing the whistling song. No, I know what it is. It's not that. It's um with all devices under a single- Andy Griffith show. Andy Griffith. Okay. Tell it to play Andy Griffith. Hey Google. If you command them to play music, she's, she's a more than one playing at once. Hey Google. Play the Andy Griffith show theme song. She just turned off. <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, stop. Quit. Quit it. Hey, Google, stop. Oh, my God. Hey, Google. Hey, Google. Shut up. Hey, I'm yelling over the crowd of the meeting. Hey, Google, stop. Fuck. <laughs> hey, Google. Hey, so that was amazing. So I have, so I have a Google assistant in my kitchen, in my bedroom, and in my bathroom. And this one time, I think I told you. Well, I, I. That's when I get ready, dude. <laughs> I know. Fucking judge me. Well, maybe I won't tell you the story then, but I will. So <clears throat> I had set my Google assistant to set an alarm for like seven in the morning or whatever, and so. Seven in the morning comes up and the alarm's going off and I'm saying, hey, Google, stop. Hey, Google, stop. And it's not stopping. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I finally realized after saying like, hey, stop, like 13 times that it was actually my cell phone going off. And so I turned the alarm off on my cell phone (laughs) and then my Google assistant goes, I hope everything's okay. Oh, I'm like, thanks for not calling 911, just oh in case. I'm like, hey, stop. <laughs> anyway. Do you want to hear some good Star Trek gossip? Yeah. Is there any? Yeah. The first episode of Discovering Trek Enterprise will be dropping on Monday. The show oh, I'm doing yeah. with Casey Jeffsky. That's amazing. We have recorded like three episodes already. And because we're doing like a bit of like a build them up in case we get busy and stuff. And then yeah. we can't record. And I've watched four or five episodes. And I'm like, I love that I hate it. And I hate that I love it. That's where I'm at right now with Enterprise. I got a lot of bugaboos. I'm really pissed. I really, really don't like some certain people. Oh, I love that song. It comes oh, on and I just want a drum set with milk on it and like <laughs> lights on each drum kit and I'm just playing. <laughs> um, wait until I'm really excited about it. Oh, good for you. I can't wait to listen. You won't listen. I'm not gonna, but you know, I appreciate yeah. it and I support you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Like track gossip I got. There's probably other shit going on. I don't know. Um, uh, do you know about the, this is loosely related, uh, the podcast LeVar Burton Reads? What? Okay, so, dude, oh, it's a podcast. So yeah. <clears throat> I know. Right? His, it's, so the podcast mm-hmm. is called LeVar Burton Reads, and he's lit, it's literally reading Rainbow for adults. Oh, so my God. It's, he's telling you a story so you fall asleep. Mm. It's amazing. But it sounds 
fantastic. LeVar Burton reads. All right. Well, I can't wait for pairing to cell phone. And then that comes on. <laughs> and then it's like, party police. <laughs> system is down. The system is down. Anyway. That's Drew Cotta Jones. I love that. We've been on the internet for a long time. We've been, we've been around for a long time, getting from there to here. Oh, no. Don't you bring that into this podcast. This is TNG. Anyway. Ugh. Okay. Do you want to talk about this Dark Horse episode that came out of nowhere and changed my life? Yep. Um. Spoiler alert. I really like this episode. Hey. Jinx. Me too. Oh, my God. I loved it. It was so good. Dude, this was and the best. Also, while I was talking to my parents about, you know, after the whole thing, uh, I was like, oh, yeah, I have to watch the Royale tonight. um, And we're recording on Thursday. And I'm like, I don't remember that episode at all. My parents are like, really? The one at the casino planet. I'm like, okay, (laughs) this is why I'm your daughter. It makes sense. Oh, my God. I love it. I did a synopsis. I can't wait to hear it. Okay. So the first thing I wrote was, yeah, I'm doing this idiot. <laughs> like just like mad at myself already for being like fake excited. I have a lot. Cause I didn't know I was going to love this. Right. Same. Okay. okay. So we got Picard talking and some Klingons and some nasty liquid neon. Thanks, Jordy. You know, I drank liquid neon once in my twenties, woke up in a yurt two towns over. And that's how I got my tribal tattoo. Fun fact. <laughs> okay picard is talking math to Riker, and i'm already bored x to the y to the l to the iso when iso is two <laughs> debris is found and they are beaming it up to examine oh my god a young chief o'brien babel alert totes mm, they turn the debris around whoa, 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 what it's nasa no way jose I find this with these early episodes, they have like that really like that music where it's like, dum, dum, dum. Oh yeah. Even the theme, the theme song sounds a bit different. Like it's the same, but it's, mm-hmm. it's like they redid it later. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But it does, but it doesn't. It doesn't. Moving on. It's 21st century. 21st. It's 21st, <laughs> it's 21st century and I'm bugging funny. Uh, <laughs> And Picard said, no way it could be because it's so far out in space. That NASA so stuff is not out. that. Oh, Wesley's on the bridge. Haley, brace yourself. A building has been found in the middle of a stormy, nasty planet. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> a minimal crew goes down. Phasers on stun and O'Brien does his magic and gives the green light. God, I love him. As I write this, I have decided I need to watch some more D Space Nine. The trio beam down into the same vortex i saw voldemort in the fifth movie installment of harry potter films the order of the phoenix <laughs> there ahead is something i fear greatly and i won't apologize for or elaborate on a revolving fucking door proceed with caution i hate mm. those things i will not I hate, use them i hate them too so much captain we're entering that's what she said <laughs> you said a casino <laughs> People having fun, not distancing or wearing masks. This must be fiction. Their signal is lost. Picard wants them beamed up and there is nothing they can lock onto. Riker tries to communicate and zip, not a nut and honey, nut and honey cereal. Picard is stressing out already and Data wants to beam up immediately. But Riker is like, we got to check this out. Bada bing, bada boom. 
Oh my God. The guy at the hotel. I love this guy. He was in Forrest Gump and Lost and ER and one episode of Judging Amy. His name, <laughs> Sam Anderson. I love him. Okay, the music. Swanky trumpet solo. Did Rita call? Kids just ask him for trouble. I love it. This episode is the best in Trek. Yeah. They get their room keys. Casino chips. This is great. Worf is having the time of his life. He's just like dead face the whole time. Totally. But that's still him having the time of his life. What planet is this? Um, Earth. We call it Theta 8. Ha, charming. I love it. Data has that fucking smirk and is ready to experience humanity. This is making me miss Vegas big time. Ugh. They are not reading any life signs. That's a left turn. There's right. people everywhere in this casino. I'm so into this episode. I'm stopping writing now and watching. <laughs> okay. Picard is stressed out, but Troy is like, he's feeling amused. That's a good sign. Data shows off his hand skills. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> I hate how he scrapes his cards, though. What the fuck? Where did he access that dumb idea? What is he, a cat in a cat box? Like, <laughs> hit me. <laughs> that that could go that could go that's totally. my one complaint about the episode Riker obviously lost money because no he's suddenly excited to now he's suddenly excited to leave like ASAP Data passes back the hat and now the guy probably has lice or Data has lice somebody's got <laughs> lice. someone's got lice I've, I've seen these casinos before someone's got lice the guys are stuck in the casino Haley the revolving door just leads them back inside this is my nightmare this is mm-hmm. not good I know it Old ladies ignore Data and they try and find another, while they try and find another exit. No one acknowledges them. Curiouser and curiouser. Worf's plan, blow a hole through the wall. What a jackass. (laughs) Troy picks up on Riker. He's tense and feeling trapped. Much like his marriage to Troy later on. Ayo! Burn! The bellhop talks more about Rita and how she's Mickey D's girl. Data picks up traces of human DNA. In a hotel room? Shocking. Don't bust out the black light, Data. Oh, wait. They found a dead body. Dead for 283 years. Died in his sleep. Terrible way to die, according to Worf. What a nerd. In his closet. 2033 to 2079 NASA uniform with 52 stars on the American flag. Who could it be? Who's the 52nd? And 51st state. I have an idea. All right. We'll bring it up later. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. July 23rd, 2037. Remember that date. That's when the dude takes off. So 16 years from now, a guy's going to take <gasps> off at NASA and he's going to be the guy that shows up in the casino in real okay, life. So we also have to wait this is real. 3rd, 2063. 4th? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. It's one of those. Yeah. Except from Cochrane. doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. It's a thing. Or- so the dead dude was on a mission. All his dudes were killed by aliens, and out of guilt, they created this beautiful world for him that was based off of a book that he happened to have, but he hated it. What is wrong with the book? At least the book wasn't like book 12 of the Babysitter's Club or some shit, Swan's Crossing, or even worse, <laughs> Lord of the Flies. Like, I'm fucking dying. <laughs> now it's boring as they try and get out of the hotel books 13 by the way it doesn't matter i love the babysitter's club i had them all the double digest ones the double double specials oh and like the drawings of the babysitter's club members on the front they looked like 40 year old women because it was 80s and everyone had big hair and sweaters i still have ramona books in my oh my god dude i loved ramona yeah okay so they're trying to get out of the building or this hotel and data does this thing the bellhop in love wants to confront the bad guy 
who has an even badder white suit. Hello, late <laughs> 80s. The bellhop is shot dead. Sad. Mickey D walked out. Riker wants more info regarding the hotel and realizes in the story, the hotel is bought by foreign investors for $12.5 million. That's cheap. They decided to buy the hotel to get out. Data talks gambling and works hard on winning all the money they need to buy the hotel. But Data loses, then realizes the dice are weighted. Sneaky sneak. Baby needs a new pair of shoes. I love it. I like this Data. Less funny, more cocky. And Riker is smiling now, and I'm loving it. When the train comes in, everybody rides. And by train, Riker, you mean... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not going to say it. Okay, they win. They buy the hotel. They spread around the money and ease on out of that hotel like the ballers they are. Beam us out of here, Captain. Boom. That, my friends, is Sarah's synopsis of the Royale. Best episode ever. You know what? I fucking loved this episode. Amazing. I'm going to chug my drink while you keep talking. All right. So here's my notes. Thanks a lot, Sarah, for taking us back to season two. Everyone is so young. Too young for me. Even Picard, who is literally, well, I tried to Google how old is Patrick Stewart in the Royale? And one of the suggested questions was, how old was Captain Picard when he captained the Enterprise? And the answer was just some dork answer about how he's 80 and still a captain. And I'm like, just answer the question. Like, how old why are is we, he in the Royale? Why are you beating around the bush on this? You know what? Doesn't matter. Wesley. He's so pretty. I guess I go just for the youngest ones. I like how Picard uh, says a part-time French mathematician working alone without a computer couldn't even figure it out. I was like, what a fucking insult, dude. Ouch. I like how the away team goes through the revolving door and they kind of look at each other and they're like, secret, we live here now. Data is especially taken. I had to IMDB Sam Anderson and <laughs> here's my note. Did you know he's been in several other movies, including the one with Tom Hanks called Forrest Jump? Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) Riker smile at 1309, and I am immediately sad that I'm already one third of the way through this episode. Anytime I had to pause, I was like, no, I wanted to go on forever. Thank God for this episode, because I never knew how to play 21, and they spent like four minutes explaining how to play it. <laughs> not that I've not that I've never played, because I can't add quickly enough for people not to be mad at me. <laughs> Hit? I don't know. Haley, you have 21. I don't know. You know, I miss those one-armed bandit slots. I think they still have them for fun, and it's easier for most people to just hit the buttons on the screen and then do their little fucking voodoo swirl like it has some sort of influence on the outcome. But that's, like, basically your arm exercise for the day. If you're Oh, like, my God. They totally still have them at the D. Oh, sweet. And, like you said, this episode made me miss Vegas. Oh. Even though the hotel and casino is nothing like Vegas. Oh, God. No, it's well, just... Maybe yeah. the Imperial Palace back in the day. Mm. And then remember when they go, yes, when they go into the hotel room and it is totally the Imperial Palace. Oof. Remember, we're like, we're so boss and we have a pool view. And it was like, no, the balcony opens to the pool and there are kids screaming and people smoking, <laughs> including you. Oh, 52 God. stars on the it. American flag. Who is it? I said, who did they get? Who? Who? And... Turns out, I think, it's Puerto Puerto Rico and Guam, which yeah, are already... Those would be very realistic based on yeah, right now. But, like, why wouldn't they include them in the flag from the get-go? Why? Mm. My note next. Now the episode is almost over. Can you get ready for this one? 
Worf answers the phone. The woman is asking if they want room service. More like womb service. Am I right, Worf? <laughs> Sorry, now I'm afraid that my parents are listening to everything. Womb <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> service. Or like womb service. Fuck. John after I got off the phone with my parents and he's like do you think that they think that you're some innocent child and I was like yeah <laughs> after oh. the nipple piercing debacle anyway and you fuck. died for two minutes and I died for two minutes yeah <clears throat> that's a story we haven't shared that we should probably share yes, it some we totally can Picard starts reading the novel Hotel Royale to find some answers may I suggest he try Blinkist Blinkist, the award-winning learning app featuring text and audio explainers of key ideas from nonfiction. Oh, gross, oh. is what I said out loud when the Texas cowboy guy starts overtly hitting on the chick at the table. Like, lady, don't gamble if you don't know what you're doing. Like, that's why I sold all of my GameStop stocks when it hit the high of 33 cents a share last week. Morons, I paid 17 cents a share and basically doubled my investment. <laughs> <laughs> okay so tangent the guy who played the cowboy one died sad in 2004 and also played a part in east venture pet detective so i started looking up trivia for that movie and that, <laughs> of course can i, I did. can i fucking tell you who they considered for the lead role you Any will picture? never guess you will yes you will never fucking guess who fucking just try can i have three guesses yes can I ask a question after the second guess? Yes. Keanu Reeves. No. You're never going to guess. Toby Maguire. No. Is it a white male actor that's alive right now? No. This is going to be 20 questions. Let's just say... Marlon Brando. <laughs> Give me a no. hint. Turn to page 394. <gasps> Alan Rickman? Alan Rickman. For Ace Ventura. Could you imagine? The pet Do not detective. go in there. He was once a pet cop yes. and then a pet detective. Yes. Where did you read this madness? Dude, IMDb. Could you imagine? <laughs> I can't. All righty then. Like, <laughs> Somebody say something. <laughs> That's a mess. I know, but that was like because of that <sighs> fame of Ace Ventura. Liar, liar. Could you I imagine? Mean, imagine <laughs> if Alan Rickman did every single um, Jim Carrey movie. Jim Carrey movie. They call me <laughs> Cuban Pete. <laughs> <laughs> they call me Cuban Pete. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Three darts. Dumb and Dumber <laughs> with Jeff Daniels. There's a sandwich on a fucking moped if I ever saw one. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, so wow. th there's With a the little broken tooth. <laughs> you know that Jim Carrey broke his own tooth by accident. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. Just like in Hangover, Ed Helms had a cap on his tooth, so he took it yeah. out for the filming of the Hangover. It's perfect. My lateral incisor, it's gone. <laughs> okay. Do you want to okay. hear my thoughts on the episode? Or I'm not done. I'm not done. Oh, I have one sweet. more paragraph. That's why I'm asking. I'm going to Burt's Beeswax up my lips. Do it. I have Blistex mm. Lip Medics. This is ginger lime. Oh, nice. Oh. I have a thing for ginger. Yeah, you do. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, girl. Love that ginger. Um, Data is so cute when he's gambling and smiling. It's totally not in his character, and he doesn't have his emotion chip, but I'll look past it. I don't know what they were using for dice, but those dice were, like, weird. Riker says, don't let him change the dice on you. And then... In all caps, man, I loved this episode. This was awesome. It had everything I wanted and nothing I didn't want. (laughs) (laughs) I loved it, dude. It was so good. It was the, it's in my top five now. I got it. 100%. And especially from season two, I was so surprised. This was, like you said, it was a dark horse, 100%. I feel like you're going to, we'll talk about the next episode. And I threw some suggestions in, but it's up to you. But when it comes to my choice again, I might go for another season two that I thought was maybe possibly okay. Like, I don't really remember season two, but I kind of remember when I see the, no, that's season one. But, um, yeah, like it was a pleasant surprise. Totally. I thought this was a really fun episode, but maybe it's the quarantine talking. Maybe it's just because it made me think of Vegas. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm kind of thinking about that aspect of it, but this was really good data. This yeah. is the data that I'm here for. It's a combination of funny, charming, but not annoying because mm-hmm. that motherfucker. He walks be... a fine GD line. Oh. God, he's always on. I enjoyed the story. I was amused. And all in all, I had so much fun watching this episode. It was a win. I was not expecting this. I picked it as like a cruel joke. Yeah. Well, who's laughing now? The writers of this episode. (laughs) I found it strange, though, to watch Picard be so annoyed that he can't reach Riker it's very early on and obviously he's maybe a bit more cautious but I really like that Troy was using her powers in a good way yes and even better there was no Dr. Pulaski in this episode oh Oh my god so much fun so what have we got now we got some fucking fast facts I remember when we first started the podcast I'm like doesn't E mean for everyone (laughs) (laughs) Maybe if you're, uh, well, if you're playing a video game, yeah, E for everyone, yeah, E for, e for everyone, E for everyone, just like my 14th birthday. I'm like doing this like fucking dollar bill thing. Hey, just like doing sound effects now. It's so bad. Okay. Um, fast facts. (laughs) Boom. This episode, airing in 1988, predicts that Fermat's last theorem would have gone unsolved for 800 years as of the mid-24th century. It was actually solved in 1993 by Princeton University professor Andrew Wiles. In 2016, he won the Abel Prize in recognition of his accomplishments. Okay, first of all, I've never heard of a fucking Abel Prize. Is that something from Sons of Anarchy? Um, <clears throat> second of all, this just underscores... Oh, that's a whole other thing. We have another podcast. Um, this is why I don't agree with math. Because everything in math is a fucking theorem or a theory that is just waiting to be disproven. Different than science, even though it's like the same sort of thing. I just never have subscribed to math theory. I don't understand it. I never will. The mission patch on Colonel Ritchie's, the dead astronaut, uniform. Oh, Colonel? Ward- 
The mission patch. <laughs> is it Colonel Sanders that gets the KFC recipe just right? Wow. Finally, it's not me. <laughs> the mission patch on Colonel Richie's. Colonel Richie's. <laughs> the dad astronauts uniform found in the wardrobe by the way and the mold has not disintegrated it after all these years is that of apollo 17 with the word apollo obscured (gasps) when the ancient american wreckage is revealed captain picard says Mm. curiouser and curiouser this is a reoccurring line from lewis carroll's alice in wonderland which goes along well with the book related nature of this adventure Anyway, when Vanessa shows her hand to Data, he suggests that the odds of favor standing pat with a total of 13. Oh, sorry. I got to start again. Why am I doing that? When Vanessa shows her hand to Data, he suggests that the odds favor standing pat with a total of 13 when the dealer is showing a face card. In fact, Drawing a card is the mathematically correct play, though by a very slim margin, and though I would not agree on account of I don't believe in math. Okay, it's me. It's my turn for a fast fact. It is. Riker notes that since the flag patch on Colonel Ritchie's uniform has 52 stars, it places it between 2033 and 2079 AD, which is in the 21st When requesting information about the colonel, he states that they are in a 20th century structure and the states that Colonel Ritchie is from, and they state that Colonel Ritchie is from the same era. Something's off with the math on that one. Um, Again, you can't trust math. Data plays blackjack. The dealer deals him a seven and a five in the wide shot. However... In the close-up shot, Hmm. the cards become a three and a two, thus allowing Data to get the five-card Charlie. (laughs) Oh, my God. You don't say. Data. When viewing the revolving door from the outside, Worf enters first, Data second, (laughs) then Riker. Just like your 14th birthday. (laughs) Then Riker misses the third section and enters using the fourth section. I don't even know what the fourth section of the revolving door is. When viewing the revolving door from the inside of the casino, Worf enters first, Data second, and Riker enters immediately after Data rather than using the fourth section of the door. This may have been since may have been fixed as Riker is not shown entering the door. Consistency. There was some entering. Yeah, there was. (laughs) (laughs) The camera crew can be seen in a mirror on the craps table. Figure it out. Go home. (laughs) Jordy states the atmosphere is methane and nitrogen with liquid neon at negative 291 degrees Celsius. That temperature is impossible. 18 (gasps) degrees below absolute zero, negative 273 Celsius, and both methane at a negative 164 Celsius and nitrogen at one negative 196 would liquefy before neon at negative one. Two, four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? Move on. What's next? Go. Agree. Math again fails okay. us. Multiple errors during 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 Data's blackjack game. One, Texas tells Data to ante up. However, one does not ante in blackjack. You simply place your bet, and it you don't have to like meet the other people's bet, right? Mm. As far as I know, it's not yeah. like poker. Um, the players are holding their cards in their hands. Players are not permitted to touch the cards at all in Casino Blackjack. This is to prevent card tampering, which either 
is accidental or on purpose. Mm-hmm. 21. The dealer. No, it's not at all what 21 is about. <laughs> counting cards. We're counting cards. Go fish. The dealer has data cut the deck, which violates the rule about the players touching the cards. There is only one deck of cards also being used. Casinos use multiple decks for blackjack. This gives the house a slight edge in the game and helps to make card counting more difficult. What did you just Multiple decks. Just (laughs) Riker, Data, and Worf. Take some time to grasp the nature of the simulated Royale world, even though it is the same principle as their ship's fucking holodeck. I get it. I mean, maybe they're a little bit concerned and it was weird when they beamed down and it was like all black everywhere. And then just like this rando quote unquote antique doorway. The worst nightmare. I know. Here on Fear Factor, you could sit in a vat full of pythons or you could go through that doorway. I'll take the pythons. Thank you. Yeah, no doubt. Well, Data cuts the deck of cards at the blackjack table with the entire deck in his hand. You see the bottom cards of both sides, and they are both the Queen of Spades. Uh, Fail. Oh, epic fail. Okay, would you rather? Are you ready for this? Would you rather? I don't know. Y'all ready for this? (laughs) Oh, God, my phone moved, and I thought someone was behind me. God. Oh, it's terrifying. I have had... And and I can see behind you, and I can tell you there's no one behind you right now. So I'm. That is this horror movie. Hush. Have you seen that one? No. The girl from um, was that show called The Haunting of Hill House or whatever that was really good on Netflix. I don't want that one. Oh yes, Uh and that's like pretty that wears gloves. Yes, she's in a horror movie called Hush. And she plays a deaf woman in a cabin <gasps> alone. And she's like having video conferences. And there's like a guy behind her with a mask that she doesn't see because she can't hear him. And it's just like a really, really good, scary fucking movie. No, I don't want it. Okay. Would you rather? Would you rather be stranded? Would you rather be a stranded astronaut in that Hotel Royale scenario for the rest of your life or be stranded in the Rio Hotel and Casino <laughs> three days after STLV? <laughs> Um, and I can't leave the Rio. It's the same scenario. You're stuck there for the rest of your Forever? life. Forever? Yeah. That's what the that's what happened to the, the guy that died in his hotel room. So do you want True. Which one do you want? Um, you know what? I'm gonna <laughs> this sounds terrible. I'm gonna go with the Rio. Because as sad as that is, I like that there's a Starbucks in the Rio, and I also like that there's that um the diner or whatever on the mm. way down and I had a BBB BLT and it was delicious. So uh, hash house a go-go hash house a go-go. It was awesome. There's a Starbucks. I do that. And I don't want to be mad at all the like unlife forms in the hotel rail. The lighting also was not good. Uh, I'm just thinking generally, like I have everything I need in the Rio, the gift shop, the slots, the game of there's Thrones. A pub. There's a pub. There's Guy Fieri's Taco Town. Taco Town. <laughs> Not pizza. No, then you wrap it in a deep pizza gordita. <laughs> yeah, in a tote bag filled with pico de gallo. <laughs> Vegetarian <laughs> pico de gallo. <laughs> Vegetarian Taco chili. Taco Town. What would you rather do? Oh. Be at the I, Rio with Yeah. If we were together, it'd be oh. fucking cool. <laughs> we would be, we wouldn't, we would have a great time. Yeah. <laughs> say more than that. We'd have nope. a great time. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Ow, that one hurt. <laughs> okay. 
like, here's the other would you rather? And this <laughs> one's good. If there's blood. There's not. Okay. <laughs> I'll tell you if there was. So. Thank you. Or not. <laughs> would you rather be trapped in space forever with data or a wharf who is determined to master the art of comedy? <laughs> I love and this. he is determined. Yeah, yeah. No, you know what? <laughs> Have I mastered the art yeah. yet? <laughs> knock, knock. Um, <laughs> see, this is what I'm talking about. I would love the to aristocrat. Foster- <laughs> <laughs> the aristocrat. Today is a good day to fry, and he's making like fish and chips. Like, <laughs> this is what I want. I want the wharf who's determined to master. <laughs> <laughs> I must pro- protest, sir. I am not a merry man. And then he's like, has a wreath because it's Christmas. I don't know. <laughs> that, oh, fuck data. Dwarf, oh. 100%. <laughs> you? Knock, knock. <laughs> this is so angry. <laughs> oh, I got a really, I have a really good knock, knock joke. We have to start. So start. No, so tell me your joke. No, you have to start. Ugh. Knock, knock. Who's there? <laughs> See, that's Sarah? Is that's the joke? It makes oh, you feel like an idiot. I did it. Yes, that's the worst. You're the Sorry. worst. Yeah. Okay. Do you say see it or skip it? I think we know. Oh, skip it. It sucks. No, I'm just kidding. Obviously, this is. I loved this episode. I know. There's nothing about it that I hated. Um, that's for sure. Yeah. And so, you? Uh, oh, I say see it, see it, see it. It's fun. It's got poker, and data isn't annoying. It's that alone. What did Dan say? Dan said, "Awful episode. It's like a season three <sighs> TOS. We are out of money episode with that cheap ass set in the revolving door. And you know what? Acknowledge." shitty set but babies <laughs> who gave a shit it was still hilarious That's and awesome literally what the el cortez looks like right now and exactly I mean, let's be real yeah you know what you want to know what bill what billiam said <laughs> tell me ugh painful when no. i watch this episode i wish i were the astronaut guy out of my misery kidding me i'm not kidding i i i, I love i'm this. speechless yeah so fun it was fun and this is totally the drinks and the quarantine of one year talking <laughs> I, you know yeah maybe it is but we both also hate so many of those early episode yeah no it was good yeah I loved it. I had so much fun. Okay. Um, so we had some really good suggestions for what our next episode was. I kind of threw it out there on Twitter, just being like, just to see if anybody would respond. And a few people really? responded. Yeah. Mr. Brent Mulberry suggested we do the episode attached. And I'm like, um, yes, because Is that, that the Picard and Crusher one. Yes. From season oh, seven. Yes. Oh, and oh. then, one of our followers named Patrick suggested Menage a Troy, which is also oh. another classic with the Ferengi and Loxana. So oh. I'm like, I don't, should we do a special double feature or should we just pick one and save one of the other one? I don't know what to do, but it's on you. 
Okay. Um, you could pick whatever you want too, but those are just some really good. No, 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 no. I attached. I remember that one. Like as a young child, I was like, boom, boom, beat down, boom. What's happening? And you're doing the synopsis. So, okay. I'm going to, I am going to go with Brent's suggestion and we can do, um, attached and, and, but I also feel like Patrick's suggestion deserves its own episode. Oh yeah. Let's do both maybe not in succession but we can yeah i'll do i'll throw in a season two dark horse in between and then okay. we'll do so that's our order we're doing attached mystery season two and then we're doing menage a Troy. <gasps> oh my god oh Thank my god so much for those suggestions i know i'm yeah! so excited i'm gonna watch it fucking tomorrow i'm watching attached tomorrow i don't, give I don't know what you're doing tonight i'm gonna watch it tonight as i fall asleep because i've been up since three so. yeah oh yeah i'm gonna after this i'm gonna I can grab myself a bag of chips and just pass out with a dog on my lap. Wait, what kind of chips? I don't know. We got the Costco one where you get multiple mini bags, probably plain Lay's, maybe some Doritos. I don't know. You know what? Mm. People discount plain chips all the time. Oh, why? They are actually refreshing. They're so delicious. (laughs) They're so refreshing. It's like just, just snorting a bunch of seawater, salt, Okay, should we close this out? Let's do it. Okay, thank you for listening. In the next episode, we will be watching a disgusting, disgusting, <laughs> disgusting, disgustingly, because we're so excited, <laughs> is attached. <laughs> Until then, remember that you can subscribe to Trek Rewind by searching for us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. If you enjoy what we're doing here on Trek Rewind and the Trek Geeks Podcast Network, please consider supporting us on Patreon. As a subscriber, you can get access to the unedited recordings of episodes, as well as exclusive content and great subscriber rewards, like our annual supporters pin from Fansets and our exclusive Trek Geeks Podcast Network t-shirt, among other things. Thank you to Five Year Mission for the music. Thanks to Haley for just being here, being you, loving you. Thanks to the listeners and the Patreons, and thanks to Star Trek for being there for the last fucking 20 years of my life. 30 years of my life oh my god oh yeah no we can even extend that uh agree and yeah thank you star trek like just being able to watch tng in this terrible (sighs) pandemic oh it just made me feel so like happy and just kind of i don't know like i feel comforted to look forward to yeah big time all right you can find us on twitter at trek rewind please send us a message and all right, oh. frequencies closed. Mm-hmm.